So Dominica Shelley, mm. you're Dominican, a very proud Dominican. What are you doing here in the UK? <laughs> and I, I, I don't even mean I don't even mean the whole. How could you leave such a beautiful yeah. the nature isle as Dominica is called? That's right. You know, for very good reasons. But you know, what are you doing here? Hi, I'm Chantelle Miller, and this is the Island Girls Rock Podcast, a series of conversations featuring women of the Caribbean and its diaspora. Equal parts fun, informative, thought-provoking, inspiring, and always engaging. Welcome to our tribe. On this episode, we sit down and chat with our youngest featured woman so far, Shelly Pestena, making inroads in the field of graphic design. We speak to Shelly about her love for visual representation and where that came from, and also how her parents kind of reacted to the fact that she was pursuing a somewhat non-traditional career option as a young lady of Caribbean descent. We also talk about her undying love for Dominica and what Shelly is doing in terms of helping the survivors of Hurricane Maria. Dominica being represented very well by this trailblazer of a young woman. Hey, Shelly. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm really excited to have you here. And we're both giggling. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah. Excellent. And thank you so much for coming through, man. It's great to have you on because for the, the previous podcast that we've done, in terms of the age demographic, it's been pretty much the same. Okay. So I actually think you are our youngest guest so far. Oh, so thanks. You're very special. <laughs> <laughs> and what I really want to speak to you today is about, you know, the fact that you are a graphic designer. There's not that many young women of Caribbean descent who are kind of pursuing that career. So I kind of want to know your backstory you know, what drew you to graphic design, you know, what you pull as inspiration. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and also about the amazing ham radio project that you're doing mm. on the island of your heritage, which is? Dominica. So tell me something about Dominica. <laughs> well, we're a very tiny island, as many people know. Right. Um, in between Guadeloupe and Martinique, we were devastated by... Hurricane Maria last September. Mm -hmm. So like 95% of the island lost roof coverage and everything. So it was just like a total catastrophe. Like we predicted category one was actually category five, which is like the worst, most possible. It is. They don't go category. beyond that, no, right? Yeah, for people who don't know, like just, yeah. That's it. The roughest of the rough. And mm. people actually reported like um, sightings of mini cyclones within. I went back recently at Christmas to right. kind of see what was happening and, you know, visit family. Mm -hmm. And um, they're making they're making good pro progress, but it's still a long way, long way off. That's what the campaign dealt with. Okay. Like satellite phones. I was able to bring over two satellite phones. over, right. like, And with the why? Money. Why did you decide, you know, because when the hurricane mm. happened, you know, people's initial response, of course, is always to think, OK, food, water, clothing. Why did you decide to go with satellite radios? And for those of us yeah. that don't know, explain what a satellite radio is. So basically, it's this specific one will culminate a few services that you'd be able to do SOS um, mm. communications and text messaging services and social media 
communication as well. So it's, it just uncompromises all three and you'll be able to sort of get signal wherever you are. And it's also like solar solar power. Oh, okay. So, you know, all these things, obviously, when the power goes out in right. a hurricane, right. we need that happening. And it was actually me and a friend, another dear friend of mine, who's also Dominican, okay. who came up with the idea because everyone was just running around you know, we need food, we need this. Which, yeah, we, which is true. Which we, we need all that. Mm, but, mm. you know, as well, we need communication. And that was like the major thing for seven days. Yes. Can you imagine? Like, you're here, you don't hear from family. Mm-mm. You're just like, is mm. anyone alive? Is anyone left? Yeah. So that was, that's what sprung it into, into action. We raised 1500 in the end. Very happy of that. We could always raise more of it. Right. The campaign is still going. With the 1500 pounds, though, you were able to buy the two satellite phones that That's you have right. already? That's right. And okay. we have some money left over, which we were going to look into getting maybe some solar panel lighting and other things. Perfect. But um, we shall see. We shall make it happen. What do you mean we shall make it happen? It's an ongoing project. Yeah. Good. And I'd like to do future sort of initiatives as well, if I could. Mm-hmm. I'd obviously any way I can, because you just end up feeling helpless. You know, can you imagine like um, looking on the news and then there's Dominica. Like you're just like, what? No, please. The one time you're thinking, please, no. <laughs> like, yes. And mm. this massive red like circle of death is just like circling and circling and Dominique is right in the center of it and you're just like uh no and then I was on the phone to my mom and then she cut off just before that she was just she was just videoing outside showing me she was like oh we'll be fine your mom was videoing (laughs) outside this is how casual (laughs) this is how casual it was right but from the inside she was like out like with the camera you know Mm -hmm. facetiming the trees weren't because we were it was only predicted you know category one right and and you can still yeah fair enough so you know everyone was just like oh yeah you know gonna run to the shop and pick up some stuff no No time like, for that. And then suddenly everything just cut. Yeah. Like communication dead. Like everything just see ya. And then for seven days we were all like, uh, what? <laughs> so yeah. Like it just wasn't it wasn't a fun time. No, not at all. Not at all. But, and all the other islands who at the same time were experiencing very much the same thing. Yeah, mass panic. Just mass panic because it wasn't the way that it gained strength, it was so just just irregular. Grew, just really quickly. Yeah. Like, you, as you said, one minute you're like, oh, it's category one. We got this. We got these bad words. Mm. And then it's like, oh, okay. An hour later, it's two. <laughs> and you're kind of watching it like, oh, gosh. wait a minute. What's ha-? And then, you know, your heart starts to pound a little faster. And you're thinking, okay, my friends and family are back on those islands. Mm. Um, hello. And then, as you said, it got real. Going back, you know, like I can't even, the stories people were saying, like my brother held together like the window with my mom and the dogs and they were just like inside and just kind of pulled, bracing. They were bracing the, the basically like preventing the window from blowing open because if the wind got into the house, Mm -hmm. the whole, the whole compound goes. So everybody was doing the same thing. Everybody was like holding on to a window, you know, fixing a door or something to prevent it. 
coming in or doing what you could to protect them. It was just taking off everything, man. Like, hopefully we don't ever get that again. But you know, it does happen like every every few yeah. years. Well, the last really bad one was like in the 70s with Hurricane David. Oh, But yes. that was nowhere near as bad as this. So Dominica, Shelley, mm. you're Dominican, a very proud Dominican. What are you doing here in the UK? <laughs> and I, I, I don't even mean, I don't even mean the whole, how could you leave such a beautiful yeah. the nature aisle, as Dominica is called? That's right. You know, for very good reasons. But, you know, what are you doing here? So my mom, she got a job she, over here like mm-hmm. a couple, good few years ago now um, when we were like young teenagers. Okay. So... She brought us over. Like, we didn't really want to leave, obviously. But we were kids. We didn't know what was going on. Right. Really. Okay. So You didn't have a choice. No. (laughs) Pretty much. This is what's good for you. And now you're here. (laughs) Like, we thought we were coming over just to, like, visit early. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, we came over and we lived in Essex, actually, before this. Okay. Before London. She was here for a contracted job for six years. And then she went back. So how so, old were you when you came over to 12. England? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Wow. So I did my education in Essex and then okay. I came to London later when I wanted to pursue the arts. All right. So <laughs> you kind of, wow, you're an Essex girl. Yeah. Uh, and what, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> um, not so much. Okay. Like one foot out. One for it, not really even, okay. but yeah, for for time I lived there, but I still have family there, mm-hmm. um, so we visit all the time, obviously. But um, yeah, I I think I consider myself a worldly spirit. You left Essex very for a very specific purpose, which was what to pursue um, university in the arts because right. there's not you know there's not much in Essex like in, okay in terms of that like so I went to. Um, University of the Arts, I did graphics and communication. Mm-hmm. And then I stayed. Uh, the recession happened, so <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> the jobs weren't really flowing. Okay. <laughs> so uh, for a few years, it mm-hmm. was a bit rough, mm-hmm. but then, you know, we persevered. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it it went it went up, followed through, it okay. picked up and everything and All things right. started happening. So University of the Arts, mm-hmm. London, pursuing a degree in graphics or did you, was it fine arts? What were you uh, doing? No, graphics. You were, okay, so why graphics? graphics? It was a culmination of the sort of like job prospects at the time. It was sort of like 100% employment. Okay. So that was a bit more certain. Right. A field. And um, just the interest and in it. it was like a natural sort of like evolution of the fine arts. And because mm-hmm. I was in between the two. So okay. I was like half painting, half visual artist. So I just kind of just naturally just kind of went into that, that mm-hmm. sort of trail. But mm-hmm. um, I've always been an artist. Like, okay. yeah, I've always had interest in okay. dance and like, you know, anything visual, film massive documentary fan like um, just everything and you know visual visually simulating like I just love to get involved with when I (laughs) when I think of a graphic designer my mind always goes to logos yeah and obviously that's just a teeny tiny part 
Yeah. So, so tell us, what is a graphic designer? And is there such a thing as a graphic artist? I mean, it's subjective, like, the okay. way the interpretation. Like, for me, I'm... I'm more of a sort of like visual artist, mm-hmm. I would say, like a visual sort of culmination of things because I do editing, some web sort of like design, layouts of like sort of like posters and like visual material, mood boards. Right. So it's a culmination, you know, like, if, you know, it can even... It can extend to packaging. It's it's anything you okay. wish to sort of like interpret into form and then shape it to make it your own with the use of computers obviously right. and programming and right no, that's the part <laughs> yeah for me and we, like, we have programs to, mm. you know like we used to but the visual sort of aspect of it is where it starts with me like okay. some people come from the other angle they're sort of like more technically minded mm-hmm. and they can get into it because they are very good with programs but then like a lot of developers, for example, they will not have the actual... And who is a developer? So the developers deal with coding. Oh, so here they... we are. Now, now it's like, <laughs> okay, we go from developers to coding. <laughs> what does all this mean? I feel like I'm in some kind of matrix. <laughs> so break it down to They us. make things like apps. And... to me like I'm four. Yeah. What's a developer? <laughs> <laughs> so they use like, you know, languages like JavaScript and like, you know, I mean... <laughs> It's another world. It is it's another definitely world another of world. like numbers and brackets and things. Okay. Like, but um, they will come from another angle altogether. But like people who are a bit more technically minded, they mm-hmm. didn't tend to have the visual aspects. Of course, right. So that's Not of course. Where, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. I didn't mean of course. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Some people do. Some okay. People, exactly. Like, but exactly. um. Yeah, it's it's a culmination of the two sort of like meeting in the middle, mm-hmm. like, and then you come together and you get the full picture together. Get the visual. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But we create the front side, the sort of the thing. stuff that we're looking at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, in front of our face, whereas yeah. the other guys are behind the scenes That's putting right. together the coding That's it. and the JavaScript. <laughs> <laughs> I think I understand. <laughs> That's okay. It. Okay. Fine. Layers of uh, yeah to make it all happen. Mm. Wonderful. So fine art. How did your choice in what you wanted to study go down? <laughs> You're laughing already. Yeah. Go down with your family. I mean, yeah. The, <laughs> my dad. He's passed away now, sadly. Okay. But he really. He did not get any of it, obviously. But my mom, she's from more of like a creative mm. like family, but she also is very academic. Okay. So she was also just, what? But, well, um, yeah, I don't blame her. Like, Java who? No, but okay. Once I make up my mind, mm-hmm. I can do, you know, and I will do. So, I right. mean, I don't really need Permission? their sort of, yeah, their, mm. their sort of, sort of like type okay. guidance. Okay. What? I could just sort of research myself mm-hmm. and just sort of like get into, you know, the areas that I wanted to mm-hmm. with it and that sort of thing. So, um, I mean, if I had to delve into, I guess, like my background, like Dominica and everything, it's so bright and vibrant and, mm-hmm. you know, lots of creative inspiration there and right. just just everything about it, like the colors, I guess, and everything. And um, I just drew from that and... God, I went to, I always went to a lot of galleries here mm-hmm. and then just, you know, just got into 
that way of thinking. And then once it's, you know, once you start off, like we had like a really good art department at my old school in Essex. So I was just there like all the time, like just like painting, doing, I did a lot of pottery work as well. Okay. And then um, I went more into the painting side of it and textile work. I found something that I loved and I just kept going with it. And I still paint in my spare time. And I actually, I was... In a gallery, like um, last year, like excuse I, me, yeah, it's one of my pieces. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, yeah, one of my pieces got featured with like another friend of mine who's an artist, mm-hmm. and um, where it was in the Menair Gallery in near London that? Bridge. Seriously? It's basically like sort of it was like a, a Mexican piece, okay. so it was like the sort of coming together of a Mexican artist and a British artist and getting the two visuals Mm -hmm. together like to represent you know a coming together of the cultures and all right and how was that for you Shelly to have your piece yeah 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 in a gallery um, I mean if you guys can see Shelly just kind of you know laid back yeah you know I just got featured in a gallery (laughs) an exhibition this place it was a big deal yeah it was unexpected because he called me up like just really like um a couple of weeks before mm-hmm. so I didn't know what what really was going on really with it but um yeah it was good it was a, it was a nice surprise it was a nice sometimes that's the best way yeah 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 awesome <laughs> so where can we actually see can we see that piece do you have a website that we can kind of view I, What's up? I have designer. I have like a off yeah I have an <laughs> offline sort of archive collection okay which I will put up I think this year at some point but I actually have a portal to my design stuff mm-hmm. separately from that like, okay. which is shellproof.com So employability mm. you went over to the side of graphic design mm-hmm. are you working full time within your field are you working for a company? Yeah Are you I freelancing? Am. Break it down At the minute I am Okay I was working for myself for a period. How was that? It was challenging. How so? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I enjoyed it. Okay. But I just, it wasn't really taking into, going and moving into the direction that I wanted okay. to, to go, basically. so Which was what? I just wanted to sort of have, in my mind, a set few projects to work with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just wasn't coming together quick enough. You know, it was a lot of me chasing, mm-hmm. pulling together, like, other details and, you know, not really being able to get to the core of, you know, creating anything. Just so much admin. Right, just, right. <laughs> just no. Just no. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> like it was just a bit overwhelming at times. But mm. when it when when it was good, it was good. Okay. But um I mean it's not something I wouldn't revisit, obviously, if mm-hmm. somebody commissioned me or something. Okay. But for now, I'm happy in the role. I'm i I'm work for a really good like research company mm-hmm. and yeah, they do some great work for some great clients. Okay. So they're quite like not the the norm like research like they're very like sort of they look for unique projects interesting you know more just more creative stuff which is great because obviously I'm from that creative side so okay what do you do for a research company as a graphic so I would be doing the proposals Mm -hmm. the sort of like 
mocking up magazine material. Right. Okay. Coming up with sort of like um, new ways to present whatever like they wanted to sort of take into a meeting or something. Like if they wanted a specific sort of like visual to present with. Some, something along the lines of that, like, okay. and then just a mash of other sort of like think tank material, right? And just, you know, okay. creatively designing the, and like, that's what I'm doing at the minute. I'm doing like sort of like the inside of the office and things like that. Like, oh. Wow. <laughs> so if I came to you, Shelly, mm. and I said, Shelly, um, I want to do like a foodie thing. <laughs> <laughs> And I want it to, I don't want it to, but I don't want the branding to have any food on it. Oh, gosh. But yeah. <laughs> like, but how, what would be I your mean, role within that? You'd need like a mood board and right. all that sort of, uh, okay. you know, at, at first, like, you know, at least sketch out your ideas, mm-hmm. get a sense for like what you want. What so is that what want. you'd be doing with the client? I would, yeah, I would okay. sort of narrow it down to, and then, you know, you fine tune it until mm-hmm. you come to a results you know fine-tune fine-tune and then results in the end and do you enjoy this you know how do you feel at the end when a client says to you you nailed it like yeah it's it's a great it's a great experience I enjoy more of the process I think Mm. and what about when and when it goes wrong yes (laughs) (laughs) when they're not so happy well I mean there's ways to work with that as well you know we can come to an agreement it depends on really how much budget (laughs) (laughs) they have to work with I guess I mean I've never really had somebody come out and try to chase me down for their life or something (laughs) good it's not that serious (laughs) it's not like yeah it's not that crucial Mm. In terms of numbers and graphic designers and women of Caribbean heritage, mm. how how does that factor into the whole graphic design realm? Like, do you see many other women with your background? Not, not really, Dominica, no, not, just... not even in like, uh, like uni. And from what I understand, it's even less so because, you know, the fees have gone up. Mm-hmm. People aren't really inclined to just, you know, pay all that money and just, mm. uh, you know, get the degrees anymore from what my understanding my whole my old university is actually it's predominantly um you know eastern um descent now mm-hmm. that is because these are the people eastern european um the, um east asia like, ah, so it's just, okay. like, they okay. come over you know because they have like the the capital to do so right so right it pushes a lot of the british home students out mm-hmm. and whatnot so yeah i mean when we were there, there was a lot more representation. But like now, it's just like I don't even know. I can I can tell you from but from what I've mm. seen when I've gone back, it's mm-hmm. not very much. Obviously, like in the African households, and so, mm. if you come from a traditional Caribbean <laughs> background, like they want you to be a lawyer, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. a banker, a scientist. Why do you think that is though? I mean, that's safe, you know, that's that's what we grew up with. That's mm. what, you know, it's the tradition to go to. My dad was a lawyer, okay, a criminal lawyer. So, you know, I know, I know it all. Wow. I know that world very well. Sometimes, you know, you just have to, if you have a feeling, you have to go with it. And you just, I mean, I'm different, but I, it takes a lot of drive to right. kind of push through. Anyone can do it, you know, if they have enough drive behind them and Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't have to be one path everyone you know we're all different i'm glad you're there flying the flag yeah for representation (laughs) 
for sure. And especially for Dominica. And, you know, I can be very biased with my Eastern Caribbean self, my yeah. small island self, and my Jamaican family disown me all the time. <laughs> you know, it's all good. You spoke about the representation in the universities and mm. why you feel that that's kind of dwindling. So what about the workplace? What has your experience been? And not just even, you know, bringing it down to women of Caribbean heritage, women, mm. black women, mm. graphic design. What is that work world like? Where do you see us? <laughs> oh boy. It's even less so. Mm. Like, and when you go in, there's so many preconceptions of what you're going to be like. Really? Well. So like, what, what you know, do you feel that people think? Uh, like, bringing? it's just uh, that you're going to be like slow, that you're going to just be a sort of like, maybe have an attitude to you mm. and just, you know, oh gosh. Like even like um, just little things like just being too laid back. That's the thing as well. You know, mm. it's it's a very fine line of like being angry or something or being <laughs> having a attitude. Right. Or if you're too laid back, it's, it, you know, that's no good either because you're seen as like not working fast enough or something. Mm. I was in like this corporate PR place where that was like a major issue. Even though I was working. You were doing the work. Ridiculously. Mm. Someone actually said I look like too laid back in my feedback. It was just like, what? Wait, you looked this, too yeah, laid back. But what was the quality even, of your work? It was good. It's just, you know, a cultural difference. What's happened back home and mm. stuff. Like, you know, I just, you know, you can get wrapped up in like a lot of this what's going on but it's just it's, it's trivial like you know at the end of the day there's bigger things going on about like you know than to be bothered by like what one colleague or somebody says or something right. rubbish like you're just like really like you know this happened over here like <laughs> like some My people island. do you know what I mean some yeah. people don't have roofs like what is this I'm going back to Dominica uh-huh. and this amazing project that you have that's going to be ongoing and kind of want to know where you see yourself going, because I know that obviously you're very passionate about yeah. Dominica and will want this to continue. It's not a short term thing. So where can we find you on the <laughs> net so that we can help you with this project? You know, what are you looking for in terms of help? Mm. What's going on? Well, so there's like a GoFundMe live link that's mm -hmm. still live for mm -hmm. donation. But um, the main thing now, because people have sort of, they've recovered in the sense that they're kind of trying to build back. So the sort of the emphasis has shifted from like, you know, immediate, uh, trying to get things immediately to the island, like, you know, right. the bare bones, yeah. that's gone out. Like the, they have enough food, for example, and then that was like quite scarce, but um. Now the emphasis is to build back like all the roofing or right. everything that was damaged because, right. you know, we only have a small window from now till September, which is the next hurricane season begins. Unreal. So <laughs> I want to sort of like maybe shift into getting builders mm -hmm. in and sort of anyone who's affluent or works for themselves or just can right. spare like a month or two to right. just come over and then just get get into it like building mm -hmm. and then um my family they have a hotel so you know called like as a trade-off they could stay at the hotel for free yeah you know what um <laughs> i think i can um build <laughs> 
Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, because we ourselves, the hotel, they're still building back. Okay. So it's not fully up and running, all the rooms. Are, mm-hmm. So, you know, it's we have been hosting like people from the UN who are coming in and other people who have come in as aid workers in the hotel. We've been mm-hmm. using it as a base for them. So that's that's like been like an ongoing thing. Okay. So... That's where I I think I see you going. So that basically, was, looking for people who are qualified and skilled mm, in in all aspects of building. Yeah. So roofers. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And the trade off would be you come and help to rebuild. That's right. Dominica for a month or two or whatever you can spare. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about your accommodation. That's right. Yeah. Because we can put you up in this hotel. Yeah. And so, do you feel that you know after the hurricane? In terms of the support for, mm. for Dominica from the UK based community. Yeah. You know, how do you feel about the support? I mean, it's been great. Like everybody yeah. has been, you know, initial response, sending as much help as they could. And everything just, it was amazing to see everybody coming together and, like, you know, just getting all the relief together but the thing we have to remember is it, it doesn't go away no you know we need to check in on people there's a lot of people with um psychological mm-hmm. problems as well mm-hmm. um you know that everyone's been traumatized you know we have to remember there's not much help in dominica for that specifically you know so i mean that's another area as well which is neglected but you just do what you can, really. Absolutely. You know? And I think the key is if everybody does what they can, that that is something. It's a great impact. Yeah. Something is better than nothing, right? <laughs> For sure. For <laughs> sure. Shelly, it's been really cool yeah. having this time to sit down and finally chat with you because <laughs> we're like, yeah, we can do it soon. So using <laughs> Island Girls Rock as an excuse, but not really. <laughs> It's been great to have you on the show to learn a little bit more about the world of graphic design. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, you know, maybe we can get some more young women of Caribbean heritage kind of interested in pursuing a career, you know, in graphic design. Because, again, it's about visual representation Mm -hmm. and it's important that we kind of have our stamp in everything. (laughs) Right. (laughs) In Everything. (laughs) And also your work that you're doing for Dominica is, I know, It's appreciated. I've seen people kind of commenting Mm. on some of the things that you're doing. So that being said, website, official address. Yeah. For me, it's Mm shellproof.com. So it's one L. Okay. Mm S-H-E-L proof.com. And then social media, uh, it's uh, Twitter and Instagram. They're both the same. So it's a little bit of underscore shell. So it's... A L I L. Yeah. So um of shell. So the underscore is after the of and then right. shell. And then Twitter is the same. Okay. A little bit of shell. Well, yeah. A little. Yeah. A L I L. Yeah. <laughs> a little abbreviation. Could you, you know, perhaps <laughs> just gone something a bit more simple? I'm just saying. But okay. Hopefully. A lot of shell, you know, like they're all taken okay (laughs) well it's been a pleasure having our youngest guest so far on the Island Girls Rock podcast Mm -hmm. thank you so much Dominica thank you thank you thanks for tuning in to the Island Girls Rock podcast if you like what you hear 
You can subscribe, give us a rating, a comment, and tell all your friends about us. Catch every episode of the Island Girls Rock podcast by subscribing on Acast, Apple, and all good podcast apps. You can connect with us on Twitter and Instagram using IGR underscore love or with hashtag Island Girls Rock Pod. You can also visit islandgirlsrock.com to find out more about what we do. This podcast was produced by Unedited. See you again next month.